This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and their products. For those of you who have listened for a while, you know those products are books. Our guests share tips that can help anyone in the book industry, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, aspiring writer, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today's guest is fueled by an IV of green tea and Prosecco. Tara September is a multi-award-winning contemporary romance author of sassy and steamy love stories. We are recording this just a week out from um, Valentine's Day, which is perfect. She's based in Southwest Florida. She holds a master's degree in journalism from New York University. She's the proud mom to twin boys, four cats, and she also blogs over at <laughs> When Tara Met Blog, a lifestyle and parenting blog that she's had running for 16 years. Welcome. Thank you. Four Glad cats. Are we going, am I, I going to see any of these kitty cats during our meeting? I shut the door and they already put their paws underneath. So you might hear stuff, but I don't think you won't be seeing them. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so Tara, let's kind of go back to the beginning. I want to hear about your master's degree in journalism. So after you got your degree in journalism from New York University, did you go into the field or what kind of work were you doing before you started writing? Uh, yes, yes. So I did, um, you know, some nonfiction. <laughs> so I was covering other people's stuff and uh, blogging was new then, uh, just starting, people were talking about it. Um, actually, journal, my professors did not like the idea of it, uh, citizen journalism, but I started blogging um, at the same time. So that back when it was still called a web blog. <laughs> and, but I did it to develop my voice because, you know, my editors were signing hit and run stories in New York City and Queens and this depressing, heavy stuff. And then I would, just use it as an outlet to talk about bad dates and like other things like that. So, so you it really, or um, you had your children. Yes, yes, yes. So the blog took people who followed me then went from New York to California with me, dating, marriage, kids. Oh my goodness. And how old are your twins now? Nine years old. Oh, that's so exciting. Awesome. And mm -hmm. so you went to California and you were still in journalism mm -hmm. at that point? Yes, I did PR. So uh, I worked for Disney out there as the, the PR manager. Um, but I also wrote for the Huffington Post. So for eight years covering like Hollywood, um, like red carpets and like fun stuff like that. That's Wait, okay. You had me at Disney, but that the red carpet sounds <laughs> even more exciting. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. So at what point did you decide I am going to start writing my own work, like my own books. I want to hear about right, it. Right, right. Um, it was always my passion. I always read romance. So even though I majored in English literature and I know people look down on the genre, that was my jam. That's what got me through studies and hard times. It's, you know, escapism. So I had always wanted to, but I just didn't think I could. I didn't think I could write um, fiction in that sense. And it was hard. It was a big change. And it took several years and realized a lot of classes and feedback and things like that. But um, I was at a conference and people were talking about, you know, was there any regrets, anything you didn't do? And I was kind of cocky in my head thinking, nah, I did everything I wanted, did this, that. 
And then on my ride home, my head was like, you liar. You've always wanted to write your romance book. So I was like, this is the time to do it. So that's awesome. Five years after that. <laughs> five years after that. And what was the title of your first book? I'm going to link to some of these um, in the show notes. Okay, great. Um, Jesse's Girl. So it was based on the song, the, the 80s pop song, Jesse's Girl, because I used to listen to it and think, who wouldn't want two guys fighting over you? And, and I just thought about like, what is that story? So that's, it's a small town romance. Oh, I love that. So, okay. You wrote Jesse's Girl. You have this platform mm -hmm. of, you know, listeners and readers who are reading your blog. And so is that really how you were able to um, start selling Jesse's Girl? Like what, how, you were in publicity. So what was really right. your um, strategy for getting visibility around your books? So I did have a few people who read my blog that then obviously bought my books and were supportive, but they weren't necessarily romance readers. Mm, so it wasn't point. the conversion. Yeah, it wasn't the conversion I would have hoped or like, you know, I have like 35,000 followers on Instagram for that personality, but my author personality is like 4,000 followers. So it, it's different. It is. Yeah. Um, so it was a good stepping stone, but it wasn't enough. So that's when I, I had to figure out other ways to market it. And I did have a PR background and uh, I was used to social media because even when I did journalism, it was always more focused on social media. So I then just channeled um, all efforts I could on social media, reaching out to book bloggers, um, participating in podcasts and anything new and up and coming. I tried. <laughs> so, That's awesome. um, so give us a little um background when did jesse's girl come out i just kind of want to set a timeline up here um good question uh 2018 yeah okay and how many books since so where are we at now because you had just shared with me i think yeah oh no i don't know if don't uh, start now is your most recent book uh it, so i have three full-length books okay. um a short story that was in an anthology with um, other authors and in a, in a, at a different press. And then a young adult romance recently. And that's a novella. And that was new for me, a different, how to write in first person. And um, it's about college romance. So that was different, a new challenge. <laughs> and what's that one called? One More Kiss. One More Kiss. Um, have you ever uh, read the author Colleen Hoover? Yes. I just made kind of a connection between you and Colleen Hoover because she started out, I love her books and I've, I've read, I think almost all of them, but really she started <laughs> off, um, I, I wouldn't consider them young adult, but her characters were really young. And then she gradually mm -hmm. kind of moved into more adult characters. And so I kind of made that connection, but you're kind of going backwards. You started with adult characters and now you're, you have the YA. So that's really neat. Yeah. And I said young adult, but it's probably new adult. And, okay. and that's kind of what she did too, where you're saying younger characters. So they're 20 something. They're a little bit more consensual age and uh, new a little adult. Bit more I don't know if I've heard that term. So young adult, high school-ish, and then new adult, those twenties. College, college and just starting out is new, like in your career. Awesome. The little subgenre that has emerged from it. If only I could go back to my new adult days. <laughs> I know. Oh, wasn't yeah, that a time? I had fun. Yeah, I had fun trying to draw upon like 
experiences to For put sure. in there, like dating. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. So there's something else before we got started um, that you had shared that really helped with visibility and that was audiobooks. So tell me how you kind of broke into the audiobook space. Yes. So I had um, just my first two books out uh, and a short story, but um, I was kind of doing as much as I could. It seemed like, you know, my sales were kind of getting flat um, in print and, and in ebook, even if I changed the price and did sales and, and did all that. And I know I liked listening to audiobooks and I just assumed it would be too expensive or too hard to produce, but I just started testing it out. And I, I, uh, you get narrow, I did it through ACX. So it's through Amazon's platform. Mm -hmm. And um, in the beginning, I even did like a shared royalty. So the narrator makes the same as I make per audiobook, um, even though she's just reading my words, but she's an actress and a professional. So puts a lot more meaning and does the different voices and everything. But um, yeah, I got like, like um, scripts and examples and heard different voices and then found a narrator, created that um, negotiation and once that went out, that was also an, like a resurgence of interest in my book because you got new reviews coming in. You got new people then looking at your backlist. Mm -hmm. And I think people who might never have found me because they don't have the time to read. You know, audiobook listeners like to multitask or commute and listen to a story. You know, I, I've never thought of it that way, but it's so true that you might be connecting to a whole new audience, especially with eBooks. We were on a vacation with some other friends and um, I had a book from the library and I said, oh, you know, my friend was like, what's that about? Oh, that's interesting. I said, well, do you want my book? And she's like, no, I just read eBooks. And I was like, you, you won't take my book? And she said, no, it's too heavy <laughs> and finding the page. I know, I get that. So I really do think for, for listeners right now, consider ebook readers, audiobook readers, and print book readers. They could be three different audiences that you might not be tapping into. I do think so. Um, I even think I, you know, it depends. Sometimes I want a print book uh, and sometimes I don't, especially with traveling, like you're saying on vacation. But I do find that that skews a little older, uh, younger or the ebook quickly consuming, but all ages, I would say. Yeah. Ebook. Um, but then audiobook is just that person that wants to do both or try to fit in as many books as they can. Now, I have a question that came up about the shared royalties. I um, Yes. With the shared royalties, did you feel that the narrator was publicizing her work? Um, okay, that is a good question. Um, so for my first two books, I went with the shared route. And I did have a little bit more... Um, from her, like I did see her giving out codes because you get a certain amount of codes that you can give for reviews, um, but you're limited. So, you know, you're kind of treating that like gold, like who you make sure you want to give it to the right people who are actually will listen and review. So she gets her own set, which is kind of cool. So I didn't have to dip into mine. Um, and I saw her using it and pushing it out. Um, but then I, you know, after I, I sold 500 audiobooks, I was like getting addicted to looking to see how many people were listening for my next, for Don't Start Now, one of my, my release last March. Um, I guess maybe I got greedy or I wanted to try a little different way that I spent more upfront for the production. So I'm getting more of the royalties. Um, I actually went after this particular narrator because I listened and liked one of her, her books. So it was, it was kind of cool. I had a lot more control 
mm-hmm. over it. Um, but no, she didn't. She didn't do as much of the the PR side. But her name had some cash. I did see some people leave reviews saying that they were listening to my story because they like her. So oh, that was interesting. That, that is interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. This has been so eye-opening, Tara. And um, yes, I'm just like trying to unpack it all. There's so many good nuggets that you've given to us. Um, how can people connect with you? Um, so yeah, I am on digital all the time. So it's very easy to connect with me, kind of obsessed. But um, so yeah, Tara met blog, like when Harry met Sally, when Tara met blog. So that's that Instagram and then Tara September author on Instagram as well. And then Twitter and everything. I will make sure that those handles are in the show notes. And so Tara Met blog is more parenting stuff. And then Tara September author is the, your books and release. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of reels, which is on Instagram, like the videos with the voices. And, um, I've been seeing some fun, uh, new followers from that and that's been interesting to play with especially on the author platform that is fun oh i know i'm gonna have to check that out well you know where to find tara (laughs) for more information ladies and gentlemen we look forward to our next interview that will air next tuesday until then think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways thank you tara thank you Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.